This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You guys scare me when our group text is going off at 10, 10, 30, 11 at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because... I feel like some of us should be sleeping when we have a radio show the next morning, but that's just It's me. not that we, we, we know that. We know that we need to be asleep by 10. It's just we choose not to because Dude, we make good decisions. I got other things to do. Sure. You Dustin know. actually does have other things, things to do. Like what? Oh, that was... Well, I'm specifically talking about Chris from down the hall who yeah. was... You were at the Tool show last night. I was at night. the Tool concert last night. I couldn't tell because I, I go take a shower. And then I go back to my phone and there's 150 new texts. And I'm just like, uh-uh, I don't know what they're talking about, but I, I'm catching up. Were you also at Tool? No. Stacey Moody? No, I was just commentary okay. from, from okay. my house. Could you please tell us a little bit about how Tool was, Chris? Well, we got there. We didn't go to the opening act. <laughs> was there an opening? But, I feel yeah, like Tool is so big. Tool? Yeah, I'm would? not certain. But uh, we get there and as I'm soon as we... I'm not a surgeon? I said I'm, I'm not, not certain. certain. Oh. <laughs> well, that'd be a great name for a band, wouldn't I know. it? Well, there's something about... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes. As soon as we pulled back the curtain, it was just a thick green smoke of marijuana smoke. Of wow. Course. So instantly we were high. I'm thinking, should my wife be here? No, she's pregnant. Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. So, so she probably got some sort of contact high because it was, it was thick. <laughs> oh. And so the the demographic was probably the average 42 year old man this. this is how no one on earth describes going to a concert but this is how our guy chris does and, and it's so unique please and, and, it was, and it was they were all the same the the women were few and far between and every man was just standing there with his hands in his pocket just slowly bobbing his head mm-hmm. and occasionally would get the fist out and do the little power Gabble horns rock. Yeah. yeah and do that i knew but what i did appreciate the lack of cell phones out. There was a sign. I saw that. Somebody tweeted oh, that. Yeah. Mm. The sign said, no cell phones, no pictures, no video. You will be kicked out of the show. Oh. There are so many people on Instagram that are in violation. Oops. Oops. Oh, really? I was oh, going to say, Chris sent us pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, oh, yeah. I guess I didn't see the sign because I came in late, but... Yeah. Yeah, there. I, I thought it was just an appreciative crowd that they were going to be in the moment, but they're actually told not to. So that yeah, kind of yeah. changes things. Because, it, I mean, it ruins the show, but it doesn't. I don't know. I, I'm always on the fence about everything, mm-hmm. almost everything, not with what's going on in Alabama. I'm definitely not on the fence about that. But <laughs> with with concerts and, and um, phones and stuff, it's like, if you want to capture the moment, sure. You should be able to do whatever you want to yeah. do. But again, according to Alabama, if we're doing those rules, then... Um, no, you're not allowed to have a cell phone. You're not allowed to have fun. Really not allowed to do anything. Yeah, go to the bathroom yeah. or anything. But I was, I was expecting more lasers. There's really? only like two or three songs with some lasers. And I was like, I need more lasers. And when you have a room full of pot smoke, you want lasers. When you have a room <laughs> full of pot smoke. <laughs> Is that like the title com- of the podcast today? Because it works. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I've got, oh, we'll have some. We've else. got it's the dream early. team right now, so I, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be hard to beat. It is. <laughs> so how long did you stay at Tool? We, they had an intermission after. The, they had an intermission? Are you, they had an intermission. It's Tool, Jordan. I have not seen them. They needed a break. Eight 
intermissions. <laughs> okay, okay. It, it was some song like uh, Surrender, one of their big songs, the only one that I actually recognized. The, the one about the pieces? Possibly. <laughs> okay. And then we were leaving, and I saw a countdown like 12, 11.59, And then we were leaving, and then I was like, oh, there's an intermission. My wife's like, there's an intermission? <laughs> they, <laughs> they did an I intermission with a bunch of high people? I'll, yeah, I'll I bet that lasted forever. I'm sure it did. Maybe maybe people needed a smoke break. I feel like that's a, a lot of people crowd. were leaving for smoking, and then we left. It was about ten thirty four. Because I'm like, I'm gonna get up early. Oh my god! You're telling me, hey Maynard, can you hurry this up? I got a radio show to do in the morning. I'm just really impressed that there was a twelve minute. It was only twelve minutes. But that's true. Well, war, was there? Oh my god, was there a wardrobe change? Well, I, I heard. I saw some pictures. That I did not witness personally myself that they got maybe a little more up close and personal personal because like nobody moved on stage the entire time. Yeah, you just said everybody playing. looked depressed a little bit. <laughs> you know, I listen. Usually, I'll put in a song uh, from the band that we're talking about, but I don't see a song here under six minutes, and I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't doing that in the morning. No. Just yeah. cut it off. Look, there's an way. eleven minute Tool song. Yeah. If, were any of those songs incredibly long? There was some. They, they all for me. They all, they all kind of sounded the same. Mm-hmm. Just because I loved the beat and the bass and the double beat and the bass, and but it, I couldn't differentiate any of the songs. Okay, okay. Um, this is actually Dustin's one of Dustin's first times even hearing about the band Tool, which is very surprising. Yeah. So when they announced, because I follow the concert calendar, because I'm the guy that just kind of says, "Hey, by the way, just so you guys know, there's a concert here, here, here." Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're the, 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 the yeah. So when I saw Tool, I was like, I don't. Who is Cool. Oh my God! And the sprint- this is a generational thing. This is your last day of being twenty-one. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's right. a baby. Right. Yeah, so, I and then I saw that. Sprint Center, and I was like, "Man, that's a big venue for a band I've never heard of." And then they sold out Sprint Center. I was like, "Man, that's a big venue for a band I've never." Carrie Underwood didn't sell at the Sprint Center, and like, this is like country oh. music. I don't know hub. I feel like I love. This area. I love that. That's your comparison. Right. That's Carrie Underwood would do. Yeah. Carrie Underwood yeah, like, Tool. Kelly Clarkson couldn't sell out the Sprint <laughs> Center, but Tool did. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Your clinical description of concerts <laughs> is amazing, Chris. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, you said that Maynard, that's the name of the lead singer. I don't that know was the name. That he, had, he had a nice uh, spiked mohawk. I thought he was bald. It may have been a wig or something, but it looked okay. pretty cool. It looked pretty rockish. Okay. It was a good stage presence. You said that he talked to the audience? Yeah, the first thing he said was like, it's Kansas City, goddammit! <laughs> that was it. That's it. <laughs> that was it. That's it? That's and it. Then, and then they started into song. Song. And then, <laughs> and then they played like two or three songs. Musical interlude. Or for like 10 or 15 minutes. I don't really know. <laughs> and then he would just, there'd be silence for like 20 or 30 seconds. Total silence? Total silence. Yeah. How, on, how awkward was that? I was a little awkward, but I was having fun just trying to just... Well, that's when the, the lights. Were, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. So was your little baby who's oh, only, my what, poor little baby. three months old? Five months old. Whew. Your yeah. baby's going to come out singing Sublime now. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, I've got tickets to that. We'll have to go to that, too, and see how that... Oh, that's going to be the end of... Yeah. yeah and then... He's going to come out with those Rasta hats with the dreadlocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, like, my favorite disguise, by the way. Oh, absolutely. You would not know it's me. Uh, anyway, continue about tour. And then his, the next time he spoke, he was like, all right... I need to do a survey. Anyone who's under 27, raise your hands. And like one in every 10 people raise their hands. Of course, one in every 10. That's how he would describe it. Yes, go Chris, keep going, Tool. And then he said, when we wrote this song, 
you weren't even sperm yet. And then they, he played the song, and then when he was done with the song, he, he said, you weren't even sperm. And then he continued some more songs. So what did we all take away from the Tool Show? I want to meet Maynard. <laughs> I need to put my notifications on our group text on mute. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com I feel horrible, you guys. Why? Or I guess two reasons. Number one is that I think I'm getting that thing that Journey had. Oh, no. I know. It feels like that little mucinex yeah, I green go. glob is sitting right here in my chest. Right? The, the plague? The, well, no, you know those mucinex commercials where the little green blob is just like... T.J. <laughs> Miller is like walking around and making jokes. Yes. A little blob of phlegm. Yes, yeah. and that is now... Out of my TV and somewhere in my oh, chest. Did it jump in there while you were sleeping? I hope not. God, I hope not. Yeah, me too. Because we're all in a very small room with you. That's okay. That's Is okay. It? I won't it's okay kiss for you because you. you've already got it. Jenny gave it to me. <laughs> she couldn't have just stayed home and done everything from home. Now I got to get. Is that true? Listen though? to this. So the other reason, you guys, I woke up this morning and my girlfriend was on the couch. Oh no! Mm-hmm. What did you do? Right. I woke up this morning and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> whoa, 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 Did I whoa. punch you in my sleep? What did I do? Because I had absolutely no recollection whatsoever. I did not drink anything last night. I was just about to say, I was like, Jordan, you've got to stop drinking. <laughs> right. I was like, what did I do? Down, man. Oh, my God. I didn't see her. And I was like, wait, I think she was here. I think she was here. And then I like get up and go out and I see her on the couch. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I wake her up and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, you kicked the hell out of me last night with your damn restless legs. Um, oh, relatable. Sorry. Isn't that a thing? Yes. Restless legs. Do you either of you oh, suffer yeah. from this? Absolutely. I've been getting restless arms. Yes, that happens too. <laughs> no, it happens too. The energy moves up to my arms. And I can't even handle it. And you're, yeah, you, you can't even. Ugh. It's the worst. It is. For anybody that hasn't ever had this sensation before, that's like, it doesn't hurt specifically. It just feels like there's this ball of energy somewhere like in your legs. And then it starts out at a certain, I don't know, tenacity. And then it just gets bigger and, and more annoying to the point where you need to shake whatever limb yeah. that ball of energy is. You can't ignore it. You can't. Yeah. You can. How the hell do you fall asleep? It's like torture. Well, apparently, once I fall asleep, I've been told that it gets worse. Mm-hmm. So then I'm actually like twitching and hitting the person next to me. So right. that's yeah. Well, here's the thing. My grandfather fought in one of the world wars. Okay, and he had such PTSD from doing that that my grandmother had to get a different bed in a different room because he would just, you know, have these horrible night terrors of the things his whole life, too, which sucks. You know, that changes that. But that's my grandfather. And he went through a war. Like, what's my excuse? I've been through Coachella 2019. Use the hashtag BuzzFamilyCreep when you post today. Maybe Jordan will talk about your post tomorrow at 630. Stacey Moody at Hotmail.com. Yes. Do you know Bitcoin is like at at $8,000 now? It was valued at $5,000 when we offered six of them for the email address. Stacey Moody at Hotmail.com, but it just keeps going up and up and up and up. Should we just stick with it? And then whenever she gives us that email, we're just going to be like, oh, I don't know what Bitcoin is and we no longer speak English. (laughs) Just How do you know it's a she that has the email address? I don't know. I was actually thinking about this last night. Weird. I don't know why, but I was. In the bath? Uh, yes. Kay. With the candles and the Enya yep. playing yep. in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in my mind, Stacey Moody at Hotmail.com, whoever owns that, mm-hmm. is a, like, a neurosurgeon. Like, she's doing good stuff. 
Um, You're or optimistic. Like, or yeah, or like a sick kid doctor. Okay, okay. Like that's that's what I imagine, and she's too busy saving lives to, you know, to mess around to with our emails. So. I'm glad that that's what you think because when people meet me, they and go look me up on uh, social media afterwards. They most people think that Jordan is with an A. Jordan mm-hmm. with an A. And there is a Jordan Silver. Jordan. There's a Jordan Silver, not a Jordan Silver. So if you were to Google me, but spell my name Jordan Silver, there is one. And the best part is she writes naughty novels. Ooh. Yes. No way. She, Google it right now. I'm, Jordan you Silver. You can even buy them Jordan on Amazon. Jordan Silver books. Wouldn't yep. it be the weirdest thing if like Jordan Silver was the, that was your, your name? Like, what are they called? Like my alter ego? Uh, uh, no, you're like your writer na- Yeah. Your your writer name, your pen but, name, but, but it, you just spelled it with an A, and that really was you. Like that. No, that's see, your... that's what everybody's like. Oh, that's really you. I'm like, I just hung out with your kids. I did not write this like sex book about a southern southern theme or something. And that's the worst part is I lived in the South for a good amount of time, and a lot of these books take place in the South. I think this person is like trolling me or whatever. Can we interview her? No. Why? Can we can we go back to sex steam? What did you say? <laughs> it gets hot. Okay. It gets hot in the South and muggy, which I'm not looking oh, forward to. Swampy. P.S. Do you know it's going to be like 80 and 90 for the next three or four um, days? It was 900 degrees at 5 a.m. this morning. Okay. It's disgusting already. I've, really? Oh, it, I It's not even it. humid outside. Humid's it's, the one I can't do. It's not humid. Have you been outside? I guess not. <laughs> it Maybe is our car is r- just very m- m- moist. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Stacey Moody, tell everybody what that was. That was uh, Half half Alive. alive. I uh, still feel. Oh, that was terrible. Mm. (laughs) I just had that again. And live. No, don't give her a chance to read. No, I I can't redeem myself. No, you love that song. You texted me about that. So I texted you one day. And I was like, hey, Jordan, I have another um, song to add to the list of songs I don't hate. Right. That's because that's the highest honor in the Stacey Moody category. That that's how uh, the scale of I, things to y- like. Yeah. It's how I judge songs on the buzz anymore. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anymore. Anymore. Was there a time where you possibly liked the yeah, music? Yeah. Like back in the day when you were playing like uh, like My Chemical Romance and Newfound Glory and, and Tool and and Tool <laughs> on the reg. That's when uh, you liked it. That's when I loved it. Now you just don't hate it. Now it's just, now it's bumped to I'm so happy it. to be working here for this period of the Stacey Moody just yeah. sometimes doesn't hate it. Yeah. Category. So when I told you, I was like, hey, there's this song that I don't hate and I should text Jordan and so we can add it to the list. And you said, oh, what song is it? And I said, I still feel alive or something. Right. To which right. I respond. See, the thing is, I forgot that we were, I didn't know that we were talking about music because I, <laughs> at this point, hadn't heard the song yet. Uh, and I put, somewhere deep down inside, you aren't 100% dead. Ha ha ha. Just because, you know, she said, I thought she said, I still feel alive or something. I thought she meant that in the, you know what? I'm having a good day. I still feel alive. And I'm like, see, you're not dead on the inside. And then she goes. Uh, yeah, I responded with, uh, no, dummy. That's the name of the song. Yep. And also, I'm completely dead inside. Let's not kid ourselves. That's true. That's true. true. <sighs> what are you laughing at over there? Just this entire situation right now. Because I can just imagine you getting all excited and you're like, oh, my friend's not feeling dead inside. Good for them. And then she's like, wow, totally, is- totally not on the same page. Yes. That's me and Jordan's whole dynamic is she's like real positive And she's like, oh, my God, that's great. You're feeling good. And I'm like, no. 
I'm not feeling good. This is song. And then I just smack it down. Yes, that's it. Smack it all down. That's it. Bring that, her back down to reality. That's, that's right. What, I have to stay positive or else. I mean, you saw that list of serial killers. Yeah. All Gemini's. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Dominic Fike, three nights. That's how you do it. Stacey Moody at Hotmail.com. It's Jordan Silver and Friends, 96.5 Buzz. Hello, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning. Happy last day of 21. Right. I am officially going to be so old. Mm-hmm. It's uh. all downhill from here. It kind of is. <laughs> I peaked again. You peaked again? <laughs> 25 is when you can rent a car yeah. without the crazy insurance, right? Okay, yeah. that's guess what, buddy? That's the only thing worth looking for, looking forward to. It's true. When you're 21. 25? 25. And then there's 30 where you start having quarter life crises and you jump out of airplanes. If you make it to 30 without a life crisis, you're doing well. But just know at 30. Quarter life at 30. So that would have me living till 120. Yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> no. It's about the place that that happens ish. 20th, 2030. Yeah. The midlife to me is 40. Yeah. Really? I, I can okay. see that. Okay. I think I wasn't I'll have that good one at around math. then. That's basically where I'm going with that. Speaking of crises, crises, who brought something in for Mortified? I did. I think we all did, but I really am more focused on yours and Stacy's. Uh, I want to know what embarrassing thing Stacy has done in her life. Uh, so. Because I know she so has blue many. hair now, and I know she doesn't think that's embarrassing. It's beautiful right now. But I want to know, based on the blue hair, what what this entails. I know this is going to be juicy. I want to, reading back on this stuff, so it's not the, I apologize, it's not the red book of poetry. It's other awful things. Okay. But reading this stuff makes me want to go back in time and kick my own ass. I hate younger me. That means that you picked the absolute perfect oh. thing to read for Mortified at 730. I guess. I'm really, really impressed. Yeah, when you look back and you're like, wow. How did I have friends? Oh, I'm excited. Can you give us any kind of preview of what it is? There's a bio poem that was, uh, it's short, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Do you want me to read a little bit of it? No, absolutely not. That's 730 for Mortified. When we bring in things that uh, are from our past that embarrass us. I brought in, wait, where is it? Okay, there it is. Oh, I've been wanting to read this thing, but I'm going to do this one today. Uh, it, basically, it's a list of 10 things that I want to do before I turn 18. And I wrote this when I was 11. Oh. Interesting thing, though, is I wasn't into music yet at this point. So this involves absolutely no music. This is pre-Jordan likes music stuff. All right. So this is really 11. That's pretty young. But the things on this list are... What kind of ambitions do you have at 11 to do by 18? Like, what, as an 11-year-old, are you striving to do in the next seven years? I'm interested to see that. Basically, hear that. take over the world. It's not, li- it's not little things like pay my mom's, uh, pay my mom back for the vase that I broke. It's not stuff like that. Oh. It's stuff that basically go to outer space type thing. That's actually one of them. Yes! I'm dead serious. <laughs> we should get we should get a poll. What kind of things do you think is on this list? Okay, that's We good. should have a bet going. Okay, yeah, text it in 96500. See if you can think of any of the one of 10 things that I wanted to do that little 11-year-old Jordan wanted to do Aww. before she turned 18. Were you still wearing dresses at this point? I would be forced into dresses, but I would not be wearing them uh on my own volition. Okay. Yeah, no. Just need a little context for yes for the is, things. This is Little Jordan, 1993. Shut up, Dustin. <laughs> uh, 
and you Jesus. weren't even a sperm yet. <laughs> yeah. When did when did the Gin Blossoms release Hey Jealousy? Gin Blossoms. Hey Jealousy. Hey Jealousy. I, I was nailed that. <laughs> that was awesome. Whoa, Gin Blossoms right here Whoa. in the studio. Yeah, no, not no. At all. Okay, so they released Hey Jealousy in June 1993, and this was written in. Uh, August of 1993. Ooh. So this is like the Gin Blossoms a- were the reason that I picked up a guitar yeah, and I major got into music. Influence. Okay, they really were. I okay. loved them. They were incredible. Um, and that, yeah, that was the reason that I got into music. I started listening to them, and I was like, okay, I don't hate all music now. Then I started listening to you know the musical stylings of Salt and Peppa. Yeah, really, just to round out and have a good. As you do, you you do feel. graduate to Salt and Peppa. Yes, shoo, from Gin shoo, Blossoms. Shoo shoo. Thank you. Thank you. Now let me bring it back. Nothing. Okay, so we're going to do Mortified at 7.30. We're going to hear, I don't know, the, the beginnings of what made a little angry Stacey Moody. Cool. Yeah. It's, it, oh, it's so bad. And we're going to hear a little bit about my desire to prove myself. On that list, do you have a sw- street sweeper? No, but I know that's on your list. You're going to need to find your list. I know you must have it somewhere. I need to find it. Yes. So do you guys have anything? I, I got some. Okay, we'll see if we have time for that. I don't know. This, this <laughs> might <laughs> this be a minute. Be mortified at 7.30. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We are all working on a news story for... Oh, boom. We're all working on a news story for the news coming up uh, in about three minutes. Oh, you guys, I'm working on the one about Alabama. Yeah, you got the hard one. Oh. Gross. Sweet home Alabama. What are you working on? I'm working on a woman who is from Florida. Okay. Do we all That's have all Florida I need to know. stories? <laughs> no, no mine's, mine's local. Mine's from oh, Alabama. Okay. Mine oh. is my two. Mine too is from Florida. Okay, then ah, we'll get this to get out. on after Billie Eilish. She says Titanic is her favorite movie, but she hasn't been to the museum in Branson yet. Jordan Silver and Friends. When we all fall asleep. Where do we go? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all adults, right? We can handle this. My nickname two years ago was PP. You literally gave me the name DP last week. We're somewhat adults, and we're going to try to make it through. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Alabama. I'm going to let... CNN take it. The Alabama State Senate just moments ago passed a bill to ban, to criminalize any and all abortion procedures in the state of Alabama with no exceptions. No exceptions. No exceptions. That's extreme. That is very extreme. I mean, that is the extremest of all. Mm -hmm. Of all, because there are no exceptions mean. No exceptions even for women who became pregnant through rape or incest. Rape victims and incest victims, even juveniles, uh, as of this bill just passed by the Alabama legislature tonight, they will be forced to give birth against their will, mm. uh, along with any other woman in the state who ends up preg- pregnant by, by any other means. Where do we all fall with this? Because, I mean, this is, I, I just can't believe it's 2019 and we're having this conversation. I'm right there with you. With uh, so many other things are going on. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in support of abortions for sure. Same. Yeah. Same. A woman's choice is a woman's choice. They're saying in the, in Alabama, you can't, if you were raped, if your uncle did it, if right. your father did it, and if you're a minor, Here's, a that's, child. That's what gets me. If you're that's like, disgusting. If you're like a seven, I don't know how, how old you get, like 
when you're able to get pregnant. Well, but uh, if I you're was 12 child, when I started my girly thing. Yeah. So if you're 12 and you get raped by your uncle, you got to have that baby. Yeah. In Alabama. Or you're arrested at 12. Well, what's happening in Georgia is, because it's, it's pretty similar, it's six, six weeks in Georgia, that that's where the, the ban on the abortion start. After six weeks. After six weeks, right. And if they're talking about if you go out of state to get an abortion from Georgia, that you also will be in trouble with the state of Georgia. And people are like, Georgia, you don't own me. You don't own my and how body. And how are they going to know that? How do they do they follow up with you? Probably. Listen, the government. Our Alexas? Probably. Oh, true. Our Way to go, Alexas. Amazon. They know. Uh, Chris, I know that you are slightly uh, religious. Okay, I'm, I'm, wondering I'm where completely you're at with this. conflicted on this. Because okay. for me, this is both a major win and a major loss. Because mm-hmm. I, I hate any sort of government regulation on anybody for any reason. We have the power to decide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But... I also have to err on the side of, and I know it's the incident is absolutely horrible, but I don't think that gives us the right to end the life of that baby because it's still, they should have a chance, whatever horrendous situation it came of. Really? I need to err on the side of caution. And I I can't say for certain that if, if come the end of it and it's like, hey, yeah, those actually were humans think I... I can't do a wrong with a wrong, <clears throat> but I'm completely conflicted on. Is it. why is it because it's a living thing that doesn't have its own choice yet? I I believe that as soon as the baby is conceived, the soul is in existence. Okay, so this is a soul thing. Yes. Okay. And okay. so I I don't think even though the horrible way that it was conceived, incest or rape, which is horrendous, I don't think that gives us a right to end that soul's opportunity in this life. Okay. I understand that. And I completely understand what you're saying. And that's probably a lot of people's opinions with it. But why do you, and not you specifically, but Mm -hmm. people that believe that, why do they think that they, uh, that everybody believes that and that they get to make decisions? Yeah, decisions. I I think it's just Aaron Aaron on the side of trying to think of how they would uh, base this argument of, Error on the side of caution. We cannot kill children, babies, unborn humans for an error of someone else. So they did this horrendous thing. All right, well, that gives us this right to to kill. Right. So th- this is strictly a religious thing. It's it's for more, you personally. I don't know if it's we- religious, but probably more of yeah. I'm definitely not religious. Religious, more of a more of just a Jesus freak, mm-hmm. if you want to call it at that. Mm-hmm. But based on his words and my understanding that I have to err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a, it's God's plan. Like it's... No, this, or- the, it's not a the plan for happening, but you're still creating a life. Right. And I, I don't think you can terminate your... If you were to be raped, which would be horrible, right. Right. and that let's say... I have. You, 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 you're good. Yeah, yeah. I, there, there are people that are listening that have your opinion, and that's what I like about this show is having all yeah. different opinions. There are people that are also screaming and angry at the yes. radio. But so if if Stacy were to get pregnant through incest rape, which is horrible, I I would never wish that upon anybody. I I don't give. I don't think that gives you the right to end that life inside of you. 
My problem right, with I that sentence is the first part of it, and I think that that's what the defense is. Mm-hmm. Can you say that sentence again, the, what, what you said? The, I don't think you right. have the right to. I think that's okay. where the fight is. I can see that. That's where the fight, I mean, to me, that's where I'm seeing the fight. But, okay, then I have to add to that, I don't think you, and then the, the baby doesn't think he or she. Right, right. Because that's that's still a potential life inside that female. I'm trying. And to- I, I don't like the term forced to be giving birth. Okay. Because technically, I don't. I-, <sighs> I feel like this debate then takes another spot. Another. I try. I don't want to go to the next extreme. Like, how do you feel about hunting and eating meat? You know. Right. I feel like that's where the debate usually goes. Right mm-hmm. at this point, where we all could kind of actually come together and, and discuss this and then but then somebody pulls out an extreme they get really upset pull out an extreme and then it kind of shuts the conversation down but yeah so here okay in the in the in the situation of being raped or incest um i had zero ch- if i if it were me i had zero choice in the matter of getting raped mm-hmm. or ha- getting had having sex with an uncle or mm-hmm. something so where does my rights come in as opposed to like when if if it's you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So she is very. I, I, you're you're saying that the life that is created is the exact I, I equal be, as the life. I believe that, the rights of her don't supersede also the rights right. of the babies. And I, I do believe the baby does have right because as a conceived baby inside the womb, whenever the soul, I believe the soul is in existence, mm-hmm. and that the rights of the mother don't supersede the rights of the fetus embryo so is there any exception in in your mind and again this we're, we're just debating mm-hmm. this we're yeah. uh, like we have and i would never shame or judge or anybody right but i i have to be consistent and i have to err on the set of caution is that i can't allow this is just me personally right for myself no exception no exception. and i i know i am in the extreme in that but if i were to be wrong I would I would rather be embarrassed now than to be wrong later. Okay, I understand that. Uh, it, th- this is where the two worlds really right, just right, don't right. meet. The way mm-hmm. really don't meet. It's like that. There's there's one from what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that there's like one law governing us all, and the other side is this is my body, this is my choice, which is the hashtag for all of it. Absolutely. So where where I stand is, I I don't care who what stance you have i mean that's your right to have that stance it's my right to have my stance don't bring the government into it and and make me have to to stick with your stance as opposed to mine right that's where that's where my problem is why do we have to have that rule if you don't want to get an abortion don't have an abortion that's the my body my choice right so Sorry. I'm I'm not I I'm anybody can have their own opinion. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean that's you. You do you. Mm-hmm. That's just where my problem is where you, the government is telling me that if I feel like I need to abort then I'm going to get arrested. Mm-hmm. That's where my problem is. Right. And that I mean that even miscarriages in Georgia after oh, really? 6 weeks. Yeah. And your body has no control over you that. You could right. go to yeah, prison. You can't. You could go to prison. Seriously. That is yep. Yep. Ooh. And this is the debate that we're having in 2019. Yeah. Is it, is it 1951? No. 1830. <laughs> right. And the reason we're talking about all this is if you didn't know, Alabama just passed a law 
banning abortions no matter what. No matter what. The thing is, the ACLU has sued over this, over Alabama doing this before. And I guess right before this came up in the news, the ACLU posted a check for $1.7 million, which was what Alabama gave to the ACLU uh, the last time that they tried to ban abortions. And they lost when it went up to the Supreme Court. So... So my whole thing is, and I'm not going to act like I have any real input on this because I'm not a woman. This cannot happen to me. So there's that caveat for me. But my thing is, is that we're overpopulating the planet. We have kids in foster homes and in orphanages because their parents don't want them. We're going to make these women have these children that they it's a very traumatic thing they just went through, and now you've just made it more traumatic by making them keep this child, and there is a good to fair chance they might just give this child up, mm-hmm. which is awful mm-hmm. because I, being education, I see way too many kids who have parents that don't want them and way too many kids that get brought up in care that is just not good for them and not healthy. So that's where I take it. I take it on to the point of after the pregnancy is already, I mean, now that they're having the child. Right. Yes. And so that is something that I think conflicts with what Chris was saying. Exactly. It's to me also, I I agree with you, the like psychological damage that can be done from. Right. And is the government, they're saying you can't terminate this pregnancy. So now is the government going to fund for all of the doctor's appointments? Is the government going to- Are you kidding me? No. Exactly. And that's the other problem that you have run into is because once the kid gets into school and things like that, now this- parent is having to pay for all of these things and uh, what are the kids 12 chris is the psychological damage that could happen that possibly could happen from mm-hmm. someone that you know i mean i it's sad every child should be loved so much and hugged and, and told that they're loved but if you know neglect you, you know this is like what where serial killers come from mm-hmm. is from this neglect and like just not feeling wanted and and all that is the psychological damage that could happen to us a, a person because of not being wanted is and the life that they then would leave for the lead for the next 67 years is that i don't think preventing psychological damage in another person allows you to kill another person okay here's my question Uh, um in this okay say in the in the situation of being raped or the incest two questions one the psychological of being raped. If yes. I have a, if I'm raped and I get, and I give birth, there's so much like it just for me, there's so much like every time Trauma. I see that kid, I'm, yeah, like, that, that- I'm reliving that moment. And so not only, and then that turns into me deflect or reflecting that onto the kid. And then I just hate that kid. And I just, that's I, exactly where I go with it. And then the other part is if it's, if my uncle or whatever, nine times out of 10, when you know, relatives bang, that kid is going to come out with some issues, physical and mental. They, there's no, there's very little um, mental health care mm-hmm. right now with the government. So, you know, what's, what the physical, like the doctor's appointments and the things like this, like I'm going to give birth to this kid and it's going to have a lot of issues. And now, well, are you going to help me with that? Because you made me have this kid. Are you going to help me? And if it's the incest thing or the rape thing, and like we talked about earlier, if the child that gets raped or anything like that, she is, let's say, under the age of 18. She's in school. 
Now you're having her education. Again, I just take it back to that because it, now her education is going to be impaired because she's pregnant while in school. Yeah. And she's going to have to miss classes for doctor's appointment. She's going to have to. There's a chance that if she has it at 13, she's going to have to go through her entire high school career with a child. Mm-hmm. And what if, uh, you know, people, kids in school, they get made fun of like, oh, wow. Yeah. Jessica's pregnant. Oh, it just adds it to just that so... mental trauma. Yeah. And like I said. I can't really speak for this because I it would never happen to me. I just, when I first heard this story, I was fuming about it. And it's very nice to be able to sit here and hear other opinions about it because it makes you go, okay, you got to take a step back. Right. And that's hopefully what people are doing right now is going, okay, there are other ways that you can look at this. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't have a vagina doesn't mean you can't have an opinion about it, though. Right. right. Yeah, totally. I, I just love how this conversation stayed where it did this whole entire time because again this is one of those things that people get really heated and then they're like all right you know if you believe everything has a soul then you can't eat meat like you know right. and they take it to an extreme where it gets ruined mm-hmm. you know but but appreciating the opinions of I, everybody we all have the understanding that not we're not the same person and we all have our own brains and our own thoughts mm-hmm. i it, i don't be, i don't agree with everything chris said but that's i'm not going to yell you and punch you in the face oh i mean that's just it's know, about being know, open-minded. Right. I know I'm preaching a very, very weird concept to a lot of people here being open-minded. But <laughs> get them, Stacey Moody. I know Moody. a lot of people get them, Stacey Moody. Get them. But it is. It's This is how the conversation as a whole should go. Right. Everyone should shut up and listen and just... And then have a conversation and then, you know, kind of register that and then go back to the drawing board. There's right. this, there's somewhere there's a solution. Somewhere there's a solution. Uh, but the thing is, like the the news, the media, they are taking to, it to such an extreme now. You know, Alyssa Milano saying that she's having a sex ban and not having sex with her partner. Oh, come on. Yeah. That seems a bit much. Then you see the memes that are like, okay, well, if if you're getting rid of our abortions, then get rid of Viagra. You know, if that doesn't work. Then, right. And when these are all really good points, they're really, really, right. really good points. But it's like, that's not where the conversation is. It should still stay the heart of everything. Which right. is, you shouldn't you bring can, in other arguments yeah. to argue this argument. There's yeah. a thousand hypotheticals you can bring in. Well, if a man got pregnant, we be uh, right, but they can't. So let's keep it to real. Like, let's be realistic about it and have an adult, real conversation. Right. If we don't have these conversations, if we if we start yelling at each other and start fighting when we're giving these, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to get further to our extreme mm-hmm. extremes, and there's going to be no compromise in any situation or form whatsoever. Okay, I have a question. Then this is. I don't know if this is even anywhere near appropriate to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm asking it respectfully. Yeah. Friend, can I ask you? Ask me whatever you'd like. Are you sure? Yeah. So what if your wife has a miscarriage? I'm confused how that's in the bill for being jailed. I, I, don't, I don't view that as that's just a natural thing that occurs. Mm-hmm. I don't think there should be any sort of punishment. And the fact that that's even included kind of baffles me. And I want to read the language on that. Mm-hmm. But what about like spiritually? Would it be like... As you are somebody that is religious, is that mm-hmm. God's, when it does happen, is it God's will? I don't believe it's God's will. There are many evils into this world that have corrupted everything down to the cellular level. And who knows the rhyme or reason for that. But I don't think that would, but I, I do believe that that soul is lost. That there's the next child will have a different soul. Okay. Um, the reason that I ask that is because I feel like, and I see it happening in the news too, it's that the only thing that's going to sway people either way, it could sway us to his more, his view or reverse, is 
um, your personal experience with these things. And that's why I had to ask you that mm-hmm. instead of just saying, you know, what if somebody's, you know, what, if, what, what how do you feel about a miscarriage? But if I asked you personally, like, what would that be like? The reality of it, if it's happened to anyone that you know or love, that to me is always the thing that changes my opinion on, on things that... Um, on just about anything. Yeah, Any right. of these controversial topics, not even those, just any topic in general. If you have something to relate it to, if it's directly affected you or family or friends, those you care about and love, then it definitely has an impact on your opinion on it, mm-hmm. no matter what. And that's something that, and that's where it gets all twisted because you have to remember that everyone might have a different story. Everyone has a different upbringing. People experience things and handle things differently, and people have to be open-minded about that and go, right. Oh well, so- and, and then you have the argument of like, if it's happened to two people, you know, well, I got over it just fine. You hear that argument a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, it happened to me when I was younger. No matter, I'm not just talking about abortion or rape or anything like that. Just what happened to me, and I got over it, I'm doing fine just right. now. Kind of the whole parents hitting their kids. Well, it happened to me, so I'm fine. Okay, well, that's your opinion. That's great. That's but you have to be yeah. open-minded to other people's views on it. So, my, okay, sort of a personal story. Um, it didn't happen to me, but um, my mom, uh, so she gave birth to my brother, totally fine. Um, in between me and my brother, uh, she gave birth and he didn't live... A day. Hmm. So when she got pregnant with me, she very much was like, I don't want to have this happen again. I don't want to go through this again. Obviously, it's hugely traumatic. So traumatic, yeah. So there was a point where she was like, I might not have this baby. I might not. So I could have not been born. And even still knowing that, I still am just like, I I would not have blamed her. Mm -hmm. I would have been born somewhere else to someone else. But the, I think having to go through that, she, you have no idea. So I, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm totally for pro, I'm pro-choice. I, um, me too, obviously. Uh, but it's, it's like I also think that when we start painting the extremes again, it seems, I don't know, to me it seems like the other side thinks that this is just like something that a woman goes through uh, and then goes to like McDonald's after like, all right, right, okay, I got to get rid of this baby at six and then I'm going to birth control. Yes. And now I'm going to get my hair done and blah, 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 blah. When that is not, I have had friends have this situation happen and they've had to do that and they are not the same. I've had friends that didn't want kids. Then this happened and then they took, they, you know, they had the abortion and now they want kids, you know, but when they're more responsible and able to have and provide for, for them, for the kids. So, I mean, it is, these debates are fascinating because it is about, it is interesting to hear everybody's opinions, and I completely respect your religious one. I feel like religion, you know, kind of gets the... It, murky. it gets, it gets the, muddied because yeah. man has corrupted many of the original teachings right. of what I believe. And it's not taken seriously a lot of the time yeah. because it's just kind of the first thing that people pick at. Like, you're religious, oh, you're an idiot then. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to me, I've always been the kind of person that, I mean, I was raised Catholic, uh, and I do not believe in that at all. That's like the root of a lot of my problems, honestly. Um, <laughs> so the root of a lot of the world's problems. Right, right. exactly. My, my, a lot of yeah, issues, and I've done therapy and found that that was actually it. Going to Catholic school as a little girl and them not hiding, you know, them having Jesus bleeding on the cross in our kindergarten class. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? Can you, I don't know. Can you dummy this up a little bit for me? Can you, can you G-rate it a little bit more? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do feel like religion gets, gets, uh, um, d- 
disrespected very fast. And, and mm-hmm. I would never tell... If someone believes in something religiously, spiritually, and while then I'm not going to stop them. I believe strongly what I believe, I, that doesn't supersede my right. I don't think there should be any sort of government overreach because as much as I don't want you to have that abortion, I don't want you to feel get charged or in trouble or feel shamed or judged. If you If that's your decision... I'll be there to hug you and hold your hand along the way. Right. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I don't appreciate the, well, this is what God says. And if you don't do it, then you're a, you're garbage. Or if you do do it, you're garbage. I, I, that's why, that's a reason I hate religion, but it's people like you who are very understanding and very logical. Right. And religious that you're okay on my book. Like it's, it's okay to be that way you don't have to yeah i you would be surprised <gasps> at, at when i came out 20 years ago oh my god uh <laughs> when i came out 20 years ago th- th- some of the most religious people were the most accepting like mm-hmm. i don't believe in this but i respect you and i love right. you and you're on this earth and you're a good person so i'll support you and then you know you never know where it falls it's i think it's all about your life experience right. and that's what's great about being here exactly so. Yeah, and the flip side, I, I, one of my best friends is religious, and I'm like, you know what? That's you. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not me. But you can know, you guys he doesn't ex- force it on yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you can exist without that being a thing, like sure, it comes up every now and then. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. Whew. Just above cool. all, whatever you believe, love others. Yeah, text line. Once she finished an 18,000-piece puzzle in 40 days. Wow. Someone really needs a life. Jordan Silver and Friends. You know when I turn up the mic? You don't hate that one? I don't hate that one. All right. On a scale of one to five, five being I really hate that song. Where is that? Where is Flora Cash's You're Somebody Else? Stacey Moody. Um, oh wait, five is the I hate it the most? Yeah. It's a hate scale. Two. Okay, cool. That's not bad. Okay. I hum along to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, earlier, you said there was a song that we play on the buzz that you actually like. I and know. I, L-I-K-E. Yeah. And I honestly can't remember what song it was. That's my girl. That's yeah. my girl. That's my girl. So would you guys like to do Mortified after the breaks? Absolutely. Please. Okay. Because I'm forcing you to do it anyway. So. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. You brought in, what, are you reading a poem? Yeah. Um, I've got that, but I might, um, if we have time, I might do something else. But yeah, I, I think over, okay, I'm going to go with my bio poem. Okay. And mine is the, t- the list of 10 things I need to do before I turn 18. And I wrote it when I was 11. And it explains a lot. We'll have that coming up next. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. You like that? Such an accurate description. I know. So accurate. I know. I'm so proud. Anybody that comes and visits on a Wednesday, I'm like, somebody has to bring in something that is embarrassing that they wrote when they were a kid. And so, yeah, this is where we're going. You and I brought something in, and we took a little bit of extra time because of our news story. So we're going to eat the news at 8.10 and continue with Mortified. Perfect. Because that's how I felt. Because their nose are Do it, girl. So, <laughs> Stacy Moody, <laughs> thank you for bringing something in for oh. Mortified. You're so welcome. You have previously brought in some poems you wrote mm-hmm. that rhymed. I'm very impressed. Thank you for that. Uh, they that, didn't always make sense, but they rhymed, damn it. Oh, they made sense. You did not like that friend of yours. Yeah, no. You're like, hi, this is my friend. Pillow talks and pillow fights, and now I'm stepping on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> you go You go from like a death cab song to like a, uh, a saves the day song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what that was. Yeah. My God is burning. So. Oh. 
what did you bring in today so for Mortified? I found a book or a, a little folder of my creative writing class in <sighs> sophomore year, I think. Gold. Mortified. Gold. Ah, so bad. Right. This is what you have to, this horrible mm. feeling. Here's the thing. I've felt this horrible way about a lot of things that I then in life ended up doing. And because I did them, they were the best things that I've ever done. So that like feeling of ugh, dread and not wanting to do something so bad, you have to do it. You have to. You have to. I guess. All right, Stacy. <laughs> and that would be Stacy's opinion, Stacy Moody at Hotmail.com. Yeah. So this is a bio. It's called a bio poem. So biography, not um biology. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Everyone confused. was very confused. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it, it, it was a, a creative writing assignment. Mm-hmm. I have to, I think we had like a layout because I don't think that I would mm-hmm. um, voluntarily, but um, if you're ready. I've never been more ready in my entire life. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we here, oh God, here we go. All right. Let's give it up for Stacey Moody uh, with Mortified. She is reading a bio poem. Uh, it's, it's this. You're supposed to snap your fingers. Read the damn poem. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stacey. Brown, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. I didn't, did. I didn't know it started like that. It did. Uh, brown hair, short, outgoing, more to love. I think that's a comment about me being fat, which is nice. <laughs> um, some things never change. Oh, you are beautiful. Okay, You're all right. Beautiful. Daughter of Chris Moody. Oh, shout out to Mama, mm. Mama Moody. Mama uh, Moody. Lover of music, family, and Nick. Which apparently, I was dating Nick at the time. Oh, you're not talking about Nickelodeon, the the television no, channel. Okay. No, okay. I mean maybe. Um, who feels compassion, remorse, hatred, mm. who needs a car, better grades, motivation, mm. who fears loss, spiders, the reaper, who gives love, advice, effort, who would like to see Ireland, a once-in-a-lifetime concert, eternal happiness, <laughs> resident of peculiar, moody. Wow. Do you still feel any of that? I don't feel anything. That's like, what I'm that, saying. That's, so I've died somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It says, do you fear the reaper? and Or that you fear the reaper. Yeah. Do you still fear? Why no. are you fearing no. Bring it on. At sophomore year, I've by lived the way. long enough. What? Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. Vulgarity is no substitute for wit. We ran a little bit long with our news at 7 o'clock. We ran until like 7.30 with it. So we're going to skip the news at the 8. But if you want to hear our news and our, our very long. Lengthy. But, but I think incredible conversation about Alabama and the uh, the abortion law bill that just that was just signed um, check out the podcast Jordan yes. Silver and Friends 965thebuzz.com and or iTunes the JSAF search for that and uh, let's continue with it's like hashtag throwback Thursday except way 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 more embarrassing this is mortified uh, okay you know how hmm, in life this is one of those things, it's like waiting in line to get on a roller coaster. You're just like, yes, 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 this is going to be fun, this is going to be good, I'm ready, I can't wait. And then you get into the roller coaster and you're like, ah, why did I do this? This is what Mortified is like for me. Yeah. Honestly, I've been fine up until literally when I saw that trail off and go, Mortified. Yeah. It's like, three, two, one, you got to do this now. Yep. You can't so, turn back. Now it's your turn. Mm, thanks, boys. I read my, bio- or my biology poem, so. <sighs> All right. It was good, by the way. It was Thanks. good. It was good to get to know you My as a sophomore. Mm. You are still so you were so angry then. Yeah, I'm still very angry, full of hatred. I don't know still. what exactly happened to me psychologically. My parents say that my brother was born, and then I just became very different. 
because my brother was always getting hurt and stuff mm. on his own, not my parents <laughs> doing it. He was always getting hurt, so he always had all the attention. So oh. there were times where I, I took him to like a bus stop and left him there, dead serious, <laughs> as a child. It started wow. to walk away. Yeah, yeah, because I just didn't want him. I tried to sell him to my grandmother. We're done with you now. For, yeah, for $500. She still gives me crap about that. But uh, uh, My sister tried to kill me three times. I never tried to kill him. But I, I always try to give him away. We're 16 months apart, so we're practically twins. So it was like a baby killing a baby. So it was kind of... Uh, that reminds me of who shot Mr. Burns, but we won't nice. get into that. So, yeah. And then my brother, he became this like really good sports guy and on all in, with all the sports. It's like he was like the captain of the football sports? team. Yeah, okay. captain of the football team and like baseball god or whatever you call it. So like my childhood, I was being ignored. Kind of. Because my brother was so needing all the attention. He's either hurting himself or like winning the trophy for the city and state. So uh, so I was kind of left on my own a little bit as a child, which was fine because that gave me the chance to, you know, expand my imagination. And you go. my family gave me for Christmas one year a word processor. Okay. This is before Are you computer. 95 years old? <laughs> no, but I am going to slash word. your tires after the show. <laughs> A word processor before we all had computers. We're talking the early 90s, which is when I typed this out, which I can remember this word processor. It was a Smith Corona word processor. Like a typewriter? No, bitch. (laughs) Smith Corona? Like one step up from a typewriter. You plugged it in. Like there was a screen, damn it. There was a screen. It was like the dot matrix? Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You lifted up the screen and there was just like... Dustin, you know what we're talking about. What are you talking about? (laughs) We'll go to a museum. I'll show you. Dustin's eyes just totally glazed over. What? So I wrote something that was, this was, this was, uh, when did it, Friday, August 13th, 1993. You wrote it on Friday the 13th? <gasps> I did, August 13th, oh, 1993. No. And it's the list of 10 things I need to do before I turn 18. Now, I'm 11 when I wrote this, and this is ridiculous. This list is ridiculous. It's so, so exciting. It's so, and, But guess what? I'm making you wait one more song. No! Jordan Silver and Friends. She swears to God, it's a back massager. Oh, so many damn buttons. You guys are just sitting there playing with your... Watching Jordan just smash the board over there. Bam! Well, there's a lot of damn buttons. And you guys are just sitting there on your phones. Oh, got to plug that in. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. This is Jordan's first day. Mm, I, I dare you to try to do this. I dare you. Guess I love what? you, Jordan. I wouldn't even be Jordan, able to push I've, the button. I've, exactly. So I've shut done your it. It's GD hard, mouth. and I love it. That's right. Damn it. God. I'm, right. I'm gonna stab you. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna sl- slit your tires <laughs> and throat. Now. <laughs> So, this is Mortified. I brought in something that was very embarrassing. You brought in this list of things that, uh, a bio of you when you were a sophomore. Yep, And I, I brought in a list that I wrote on August 13th, 1993, when I was 11. It's the 10 things I need to do before I turn 18. Are you ready? Yeah, I've been ready for like three hours. Are you going to start with 11 or start with one? Are you going to start at all? <laughs> Jordan, so this is my last day on the radio. <laughs> no, no. Alive. Oh! No, okay, so, okay, so the 10 things I need to do before I turn 18. Ready? I, I feel like I really was thinking that I was a special person, very special. Like, I could do a lot of things at once, you know, okay, mm-hmm. like a Doogie Howser kind of, but with everything. Number one, become the first female professional baseball player. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I, I'm All right. We still don't even have that. No, we don't. I turned 18 in 2000, so 
Yeah, no, I never became that. What are we doing, MLB? Right. Yeah, you should have had me. You missed your calling. So while I was getting ready to and, and, and practicing to become the first female professional baseball player, I also had to have been hitting the books because number two on the list is I needed to be on Jeopardy's teen tournament. All around. All around. Were you, were you good? No. You good? Oh, okay. Tournament is spelled wrong on this. <laughs> the word tournament is spelled wrong well, on this. we all know list. that you're not good at my spelling. Little, my little Smith Corona word processor did not have word and spell check. There were no squiggly little lines I told you to spell something. So, all right. So, while I am uh, be, you know, playing baseball on yeah. my spare time to become yep. the first female professional baseball player and studying to become on to be on Jeopardy's team tournament, I also need to number 3 go to outer space. Oh, my Obviously. Goodness. Yeah. That was one thing on the list. Go to outer space. Did you Did you make it? You'd I, be the first. I did acid once. <laughs> that That's close enough. That totally counts. There we go. You're good. Number four. Go back in time and save the Titanic. Totally God. reasonable. This, of course. This is, what, five years before the movie, so I just want you to know that I was an OG Titanic person. I knew wow. that story. I did a project in fifth grade about it. I'm yeah. very impressed. We almost, Wait, people, we so almost made a whole show. What? I, we didn't make it a whole show. But. <laughs> I did a project on Titanic in fifth grade. <gasps> Are we the same person? God, I hope not. <laughs> Thanks. For your sake. <laughs> For like, your sake. Who's yeah. insulting here? Me. I'm insulting got it, myself. Got it, got it. Okay. okay, number five. Ask Mark Merrill out. Oh, Mark Merrill. Did you? No. Uh, no. No. He was the boy that I was. Oh, my gosh. I really liked him. This was before Boyfriend in a Box, too, obviously. <laughs> uh, and way before the super gay thing. Right. Obviously. No, he was like the skater guy that was like oh. a year older than us and uh, he had these these uh, his he was mm, he had these nice cheekbones and he listened to hardcore music. Of course he did. He's a, sk- a little skater boy. Right. We listened to uh, he made me like a band called Hate Breed. Oh. Out of Boston. It's basically like ah like that's it. Mm-hmm. I went to a Hate Breed show once because he was there and I saw a girl get her teeth knocked out in the mosh pit. And then I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my ska band now because at least I don't need to have dental insurance. Did for you this. know you were there? I, I th- I'm having these weird memories that I did kind of ask Mark to Winter Carnival once and Cute. him just being like, I am pregnant and I give <laughs> birth like next week. I can't go to Winter I'm, Carnival I'm having my period this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> poor Mark Merrill. Poor guy. We actually, we then we became friends, so it was great. Oh, good. Like, it, when I became gay. <laughs> I was like, hey, guess uh, what? I'm not after you anymore. I'm after your really hot girlfriend. Number six on my Jesus. list of ten things I need to do before I turn 18 that I wrote when I was 11. I need to become rich and famous and pay off my parents' house. Done, right? Oh, that's nice. You that's already sweet. did that one. Not according to my parents. <laughs> or my bank account. No, no. No? I'm sorry. No, no. Number seven, go skydiving. I have done that, but I did that when I turned 30. Oh, my God. I'm so old. Ugh. At least you checked it off. Yeah, but these were all things that I'm supposed to do before I turn 18. Can you, Man, to be fair, that's a very... failed, but you succeeded after you failed. Yeah. <laughs> you use it as motivation. That's like the participation award. I okay. mean... Really? You're not wrong, but... I, I know. So, so far, the only thing I've ever done on this list to seven is go to outer space, and that was on a technicality, because I did acid. Did you play baseball did, in space? I did do acid when I was 18, so... See, there you go. Uh, all right, number eight. Okay, this one I really, really like. I have some audio for it. I don't know if you guys would remember this if you're old enough or not, but have Nickelodeon take over my school. 
Yes. Have you heard about this? Listen yes. to this commercial. Send it in, and you have the power to win. Mick takes over your school. Clarissa, yeah. Mark Summers, the Roundhouse Posse will come and take over your school. You'll get $1,000 from Cheetos. Plus, you and your classmates will each get a set of easy, squeezy paints from Mattel, a crisscross video, and jump to a special school-wide crisscross oh. concert. Easy, Some of them try to run like they can't run like this. Some of them try to run. I love crisscross. Yes, I wanted, I wanted Nickelodeon. Did you wear your pants and backwards? I was going to say, crisscross are the people who wore their clothes all mixed match, right? Yes, I know one of Look them. Look at Delson trying to know what things were back I, then. I honestly, when you said Nickelodeon, I was like, I didn't even think that was around. Hey, they started in 1977. I looked it up, so just so that we know. Good for you, because uh, I loved I loved um, crisscross. That was my yeah. And one of the Apple gentlemen sauce? is no longer with us. Mm. Oh. So Hands we can't even have a reunion. R.I.P. Hmm. But yeah, I wanted Nickelodeon to take over my school. I did. You had to fill out a little uh, postcard that had like your name and address and whatever, and then send it in, and they would pick one. And what were you going to so do? Jealous. Send it in on the internet? No, no. not in 1993. Couldn't even do it with the thousand dollars from Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting a thousand dollars worth of Cheetos, or is Cheetos donating a thousand dollars to your school? It, it sure. Oh God, I hope they don't donate it to the school. That sucks. You'll get one thousand dollars from Cheetos plus from you Cheetos. And, from Cheetos. You'll get one thousand dollars from Cheetos from Cheetos. Can so, you yeah. imagine a thousand dollars worth of Cheetos just being dumped? In your cafeteria? Yeah, they'd be gone in one day. Oh, they'd yeah. Gone in sure. a whole oh, day. They would be gone in two minutes. That's the free food when Nickelodeon takes over your school. Uh, Just- number nine... And remember, this is a list of 10 things that I wrote, uh, 10 things that I need to do before I turn 18. I wrote it in 1993 when I was 11. I would like to work at the White House for our amazing new president, Bill Clinton. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Was this before Monica Lewinsky? Yes. Okay. Okay. Brand so, new. He yeah. was brand, no, he was, brand, oh, brand spanking, spanking new. new. <laughs> he had, no one knew. No one knew anything. <laughs> Jordan, you could have been the Monica Lewinsky. You know, I was a lady in 1993. <sighs> All right. I, I mean, I figured. I guess he was gonna get get. He's gonna win. He did win another term. Mm, yeah. Work at the White House, and then number ten. This one. This one to me, it seems like it wasn't my fault. <laughs> like I couldn't have. Like this is. Mm, Mm. Mm. Number 10 on my list of 10 things I need to do before I turn 18 that I wrote in 93 when I was 11 uh, is Mary River Phoenix. Huh. Ooh. Odd choice. Ooh. He was handsome. Ooh. When did he die? 93. Yeah. Oh, 93. Mm-hmm. That's not my fault. Like, obviously, we never got the chance to be together. Mm. What did you give me that look for? Mm. What did you give me that look for? Did you ever visit his grave? No. Because you lived in... Was he buried in California? I don't know the answer to that. I know nothing about River Phoenix post-death. I obviously... <laughs> <laughs> really? Let's see if we can make it a whole show without Jordan making a Titanic reference. Jordan, Silver, and Friends. I never trust putting the mics up before the song is completely <laughs> over and we have silence, guys, just so you know. Yeah. We just had a little uh, situation where the power went out at the station. Hopefully your radio didn't go off. I hope not. And you were still listening to music. You said that the big boss was down in the corner. Yeah, he's in the corner and he the power came back on for the all of two seconds on the lights go back on and he goes, woo! And then the power clicked right back off and he goes, boo! <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> That's exactly... <laughs> Uh, okay, but now we've got power again, and the lights are on, and the air conditioning. It is like we're all taking off our uh, shirts. We're all naked. No? Too that far? That was my goal of the show today. <laughs> so you cut the power? You were gone <laughs> when that was it, happening. Chris. My God. Yeah, we're all in T-shirts and just ready to go, except for you, of course, because you're 21. Yeah. 
I the mix. I have no idea how that mixed together, but <laughs> it is going to be. This is your last day of twenty one. What are you gonna do? Work. Wow, that was enthusiastic. <laughs> That's my life. I just work. I worked the last five birthdays. What do you want for your birthday? I want nothing. And oh my I'm, god, that's so easy. That's what I got you. Good. Oh my god. Thank <laughs> we you. We all got no, you nothing. Seriously, no, you I got am, him something. Something that he doesn't even like, apparently, except no. for that ring. Uh, can I have all of them? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What? You don't share? He's the birthday boy. I don't care. It's your. I birthday. got balloons. I got cupcakes. I even got little you monster got six candles. Cupcakes. You're gonna eat six cupcakes? I could. Fine. Mm, I'm gonna put that on Instagram Live. <laughs> uh. What were we talking about? Your birthday? My birthday. Yeah. Yes. Well, you don't want anything for your birthday? No. And I told my family, I, family and girlfriend are both very upset with me because I want nothing, but it is what it is. Like my family, like I told you yesterday, my family leaves today for Georgia. And then I'm, so tomorrow, the only person in town will be my sister and my girlfriend. And they're both like, what do you want? Literally nothing. I'm fine. Really? That is I've the best ne- case scenario. I have Why never would anybody made- be mad about that? Because they get mad because they still want to do something nice. Because they, they have to do something. They're contractually obligated as. And they want an idea. And <laughs> I'm. I just, I don't, because... making it harder. I've never been that way. Even Mm. since I was in, like, high school, I just didn't do birthdays, so... Hmm, I wonder why. Because you're one year closer to death. It's just a day. Wait, okay, okay, hold on. The youngest person in this room, by a long shot, Uh, by the way, is the one that says that we're one year closer to death when we age. We're... It's it's just another day to me. All the stuff that you got to do when you turned 21, I've been doing since 14, so that wasn't cool. Like, yeah, ooh. Whoa, Dustin's so cool, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> man, you know. Oh my God. Drinking, <laughs> hanging out with my buddy. Smoking the cigarettes at 14, yeah. Doing heroin. <laughs> oh, no, I was doing, no? Her biggest turn on, estate sales. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. Nobody breathe. Nobody breathe. Just stop breathing, please, for crying out loud. The 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 electricity keeps going on and off, and I tried to ignore it because it was on and off while we were doing Mortified, but I could not ignore it when it was on again, and I went to the restroom, <laughs> and then in our cold, dark restroom, the lights turned off. There's nothing scarier than that. Thank God it was, it was texting. Cold in there. That's, well, not a thousand I mean, degrees. I mean, I was just in there. It's not that cold. It's definitely cooler than in here. Thank God I brought my phone and I was texting while I was peeing. Yeah, we got up. I looked. I was like, did she have her I was phone gonna, with her? Because yeah. if not, she might have a problem. I was going to run you your phone or run in there and be your flashlight for you. No, thanks. I wasn't going to go in the stall with you. I was just going to help you. You know what? Fine. Next time just I'm not going to help you. overneath the stall? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, these, those are things that I don't need to look at under the light anyway. But then I come back in here. Like, everything else is cool. And then I come in here. It's like, I'm going to pass out. It's like an airplane in the middle of Las Vegas in the middle of July with the air conditioner off. It's so it's, hot. It's, I don't want to, I don't want to over exaggerate, but it is at least a million degrees. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. You usually exaggerate, but I'll agree with that. Yeah. So think- how warm is your soul? Oh, it's lava, dude. It's way harder than anything you've ever imagined. Okay, I just thought your soul was dead and cold inside, so I thought maybe if this was maybe reanimating the warmth Wait, of it. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't have a soul. I like how you guys are talking about that, and I'm thinking about hot dogs boiling on the, on, in, on, in a pan Jordan, on the top of an oven. still have icing on it? <laughs> I gave him the finger, guys, but you can't see that on the radio, so FCC won't let me be. Let me be me. It's going to be your birthday tomorrow, Dustin. It is. Mm. And today's the last day of Stacey Moody on Earth. 
Yep. For some of the things that you said earlier. If you want to hear those, the podcast will be up around 11 o'clock. J-S-A-F. Search for that in the iTunes podcast section or 96.5thebuzz.com. Our life functions will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's every day I'm surprised I make it through another day. Someone hasn't run me over with a car. The listeners or us as a team? Anyone in my entire life. Really? Strangers. You piss people off like this all the time. Mostly, yeah. And you love it. Oh, I thrive on it. Really? So do you wake up excited or disappointed that you're alive? Excited because it's another day to piss off people. Wow. All right. And and on a positive note, I like that because, man, this was really depressing really fast. Like, I hope I get hit by a car. Oh, no, I I don't hope I do because that means I can't piss off anyone else. But you could be a ghost and those... Oh. Even though they don't exist. I'm going to come haunt you with your ghost that's in your apartment. Okay. okay. It's funny that you say that. My <laughs> my girlfriend texted me, uh, William is back. Oh, he has a name now. Oh, Willie? Yeah. yeah, not only that. Oh, Willie? Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. She has, she has a description of what the ghost in my apartment looks like. Hold on. Hold on. I need to read this verbatim. It's one of those things that you're going to lose it if I even try to improvise whatsoever. William... Jordan's ghost looks like Mel Gibson in Braveheart with a Zorro cape. Oh, wow. So, wait. Why would you be intimidated by it? That's awesome. I don't see it because there's no such thing as ghosts. Yeah, there is. Can we come back to it has a cape? (laughs) It has a cape. A Zorro cape. Does it have the Z on the end or the back? Or is it ripped? I'll ask her. I'll ask her next time she sees it. Thank you. But she's like, like, it's in the room with us. And I'm like, where? And she's like, right in the corner. I'm like, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Nothing there. The true test if Blanche starts looking. He doesn't. <laughs> well, then there's nothing there. That's what I'm saying. Thank you very much. We're going to trust a cat. I just, I'm surprised. Why, is she, why does he have a name? No. Right. Why is she Willie. calling him Willie? So many questions. Good old why is Willie. he wearing a Zorro cap? Do you, does, instead of the Z on his cape, is it a W? We'll find out. I'll ask her. Yeah, I can tell Please let right me now. know. I will. I know that this is very important information for you. It is. I'm... I'm pins and needles. Honestly, I think we're going to be ghosts if we continue to stay in the studio that is really hot and melty and, and I don't know what's wrong with the air conditioner in here. I'm doing fine. Ugh. It's at least 84 degrees in here. Really? Yeah. Are you a human thermostat? How in the hell? Was Are you surprised? <laughs> yeah. Do you heard his concert review from Tool, right? Could you give everybody a little bit taste God on it? God damn it, Kansas City! <laughs> Thanks for letting us hang out with you today. Jordan Silver and friends. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 